This is a clip from Raised by Giants. You can listen to all their content at ForbiddenKnowledge.News and all podcast platforms. Just click the link in the description to get access to all their content now. Well, I mean, death is a really strange thing in and of itself, right? I mean, how weird is death? You know, does, does anybody really know what death means? You know, and that might sound silly, but growing up, I always had kind of silly questions, you know, not silly to me, but silly to others. You know, I'd be like, well, why is the, why is the grass green? You know, why, why is the sky blue? Why is the sun yellow? And it seemed like no one could really answer those questions adequately. Right. It was always some kind of went something like, oh, well, that's just the way that it is which is very interesting to me, especially with, um, you know, school teachers, you know, that no one really knows anything here. They don't know how and why things work and why they are the way that they are, you know, and grass is green because of uh, the green pigment allows grass on uh, and other plants to get energy from the sun. It's right. Yeah. yeah. And for, in order for the grass to grow and supply nutrients, which, again, I don't understand why a lot of these uh, questions that, you know, children might have isn't just common knowledge by now that really anyone can repeat doesn't really make sense to me. Well, you think about it, children are learning from adults who adults, for the most part, where death is concerned or afraid of it. So the child already gets a bias from the adult because it's fear-based. And a child, the, the wonderful miracle of being a child is that all things are possible for a child. And so death would not be a finality, but if anything, it would be another existence where our make-believe friends, who in many cases are real, can't be seen because they're in that what we would call the death realm. I often wonder, you know, because I, as a former minister, you know, death is one of those things. You know, I tell people all the time, I can bury you and I can marry you. Which one do you want? Uh, some call it equal. But uh, it, it, it so from our childhood, we perceive it. And then as adults, we make it very scary. And then we become adults and then we propagate that thought to the next generation no one ever stopping and saying, well, wait a minute, is death really something to be afraid of? We, I ask people this all the time. Were you afraid to be born? Yeah. Most people can't answer the question. You know, well, I don't remember. Bingo. It may have been so freaking traumatic that you come in through this, this portal. It's, I did a whole series on it. It's, you're born into blood. And the minute we're here is the minute we start departing here. It's very different. I've yeah. read. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, nothing is uh, lasts forever, it seems, in this reality. I mean, even the things that we build, unless you've built the pyramids, those seems to uh, outlast all of it, right? And, uh, but things are finite. In this reality and that brings in the question well if this may possibly be the realm of death and then 
when you die, you enter into a afterlife, which I don't like to use the term afterlife. I'm kind of turning that into an everlife, call it the, the everlife, because energy can neither be created or destroyed, right? It's always there. So it would be more of a, an everlife after, after you pass away. But then it comes into, well, can we see that everlife? while we're here physically incarnated into this body on the earth and can the everlife this realm of everlife beings see us while we're here i don't know well here's how i see it so from a theology point of view, we're given this story that there was no death, that in the creation, this God, this unseen God, somehow created us, and it's debatable as even within the Bible, uh, what does that creation mean? You know, because in Genesis one twenty six, you have the story of one set of people being created but we never read whatever happened to them. We don't even know if they died. They, 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 it was said that they were found with to be without fault. Then we get the story in Genesis 2, 7 and 9 of this God now creating itself, basically mimicking itself uh, in an imaginative thought that created this man called Adam. And that death did not exist because if death existed prior to life, then the whole story of the Bible is corrupted because it, it, it implies that Adam already had eternal life. He was immortal in his construct. So when this God came in and cursed Adam with death, is, is that when death entered into reality? It, it, it's, it's one of those questions that now, and where I am in my stage in life, I look upon these and I think deeply on this and I'm going, but wait a minute, that doesn't make sense because if death never created, then we're going basically after this life into a void. I mean, it, it, what, does it have structure? Does it have cities? It, it, if it's a place that we're, we're cursed to go into, then it means that death itself is cursed. Well, that's a pretty perverted point of being. The other point of view is, is that this is not really life, that this is truly death. This is the illusion of something that we think is eternal, but it's not, which then defines death as our natural state of being. And if that's the case, then death is a realm that has structure. It has many different type of spirits. It, it has cities. It has, uh, much like we have laws here of physics. I have no doubt that there's probably laws of the ethereal that we just don't know. Have you had any near-death experiences, Wayne? I've had a couple and I've spoken about them before on the show, but one of them, I was just in a, in a dark void. It was just a black, dark void, but it was the most peaceful thing. Like the weight of your, the weight on your shoulders had just been lifted up off of your shoulders and it was just peaceful and loving. Like there wasn't any worries in the world. And then I had a kind of a hard time 
getting back into my body because I didn't think that this reality was real. That was my exact thought. I was like, whatever it is going on down there, that's not real. That's not real reality. So I had a hard time figuring out which place I needed to go, which I'm very happy that I came back because I've achieved a, a lot of things and done a lot of good things. But for that moment, I was like, this physical reality, this physical existence that we we're currently in right now and everyone that's listening to this is in right now wasn't real. This wasn't the real baseline reality. Felt realer. That might be a word. Realer. I don't know. Realer. It felt realer over there on the other side. Is that something similar to what you have experienced? Yeah. Um, when you were saying that, I'm always drawn to, as my grandparent raised my brother and I, so we were in Santa Clara. Anyway, um, the first time I had my experience with death, and not a personal one, but anyway, I was... Um, my brother and I shared a room and we had bunk beds and I was on the top bunk and my aunt showed up there and she told me that she was, she would watch over me all of my life. And my brother heard her, I heard her, but what we found out later was that when she was in the room was when she was killed. She was hit by a car.